All right, we are back. Take two of episode five and a half. I say five and a half because we did five the other day. The Corners, now Ken is back for episode, not six, because six will come out either earlier in the week coming up. Uh, So that will be on the safeties, but we are going to do our first mock, full mock, uh, one through 32, all the teams. Uh, We're going to go round robin, and he's going to start it off, then me, then Ken, and then we'll bring it back to Andy. So Andy, the Cleveland Browns are on the clock. You are up, number one, who you got? All right, the Cleveland Browns like Sam Donald, quarterback USC. I just feel he's safer than Josh Allen. They're leaning either way. I can come in and be a franchise quarterback and give them some stability first time in a long time. All right, first time, long time. People forget, big listener of the, of the podcast, Sam Darnold, first time, long time. Um, all right, number two, Dave Gettleman is going to select, obviously, the best player here, not even a question. Uh, it's going to help their run game out a ton. Uh, he's going to help their pass game out also a ton. Uh, number two is going to be Penn State's Saquon Barkley. Number two overall, can't miss Saquon. No questions asked. No brainer. Dave Gettleman, Saquon Barkley, number two. Ken? Andy, any thoughts? Any thoughts on that wrench in the draft? Yeah, wow. That's a huge uh, monkey wrench. I just don't know how Barkley can translate at the next level. Like He's never really run the ball before. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll go to three. Uh, the Jets, obviously, everyone's linking them with uh, Baker Mayfield. Also heard if uh, the Browns go with Josh Allen at one. Sam Donald's there at three. They've been thinking about it. Uh, Andy makes it very easy. Browns taking Donald one. Baker Mayfield at three. Ego is going to have to take a hit out in New York, and mm-hmm. he's going to get ripped every time he makes any sort of pass that isn't Anywhere close to a receiver, or, or even if a receiver drops it, probably going to be on uh, Bake here. So we'll see how he reacts, but hopefully it works out well for the Jets. Okay, number four, Cleveland Browns, Andy. Uh, for the Cleveland Browns, take Bradley Chubb, defensive end out of NC State. You're pairing with Miles Garrett. You have one of the best pass rushing duos in a long time. Rivals Warren Miller back in the day with the Broncos a few years ago. Uh, they'll be. I think they'd be glad with him and even take him over Barkley if he's on the board, just positional value. Yeah. Uh, I have number five, the Denver Broncos. I trade. Oh, trade. I I got a text. The Bills have sent 12 and 22 to the Broncos at five. 12 and 22 to the Broncos at number five. So that would leave me picking with the Buffalo Bills. Correct. Okay. All right. Uh, what is Brandon Bean going to do here? Obviously traded up to get an offensive guard. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he is going to take one of the highest, I don't know, highest bust potential players in this draft, uh, quarterback Josh Allen, Wyoming, uh, big arm in Buffalo, got to throw, be able to throw in the snow. His finger speed is, what, 17 and a half coming off the ball. So that's elite. That's elite. That's Pro Bowl caliber. So he'll naturally be the best quarterback of all time. So Josh Allen to the Buffalo Bills at number five. All right. Moving on, we have the the Colts at number six after their trade down with the Jets. Uh, obviously, they were hoping Bradley Chubb was able to fall to them at six here. Doesn't look that way with, uh, obviously, if he gets picked at four, they can't take him at six. So they're going to have to move on. I see a potential for a trade down here, but we're going to keep it pretty simple. Staying on the defensive side of the ball, I'm going to go with Roquan Smith. Oh, boy. 
Yeah, it's it's a little bit up there. I mean, I honestly think they trade down in this spot if Chubb isn't there. But one way or another, I think they're going to try and address uh, either, like in, like you said, an edge player or a linebacker that can help them out. Uh, I think Roquan Smith might be – he should be at least the best. I've seen his pursuit is just, I think, unrivaled. But, I mean – He's he definitely – I saw the play. We talked about it in the championship game, Andy. You mentioned it, uh, where he went middle of the field to the sideline and kept him from getting like a one-yard gain or something like that. It was it was something stupid. But like I said, I think they trade down if this is the case. But since no trade downs, we're going Roquan Smith here. All right. Wow. Wow. And then the Bucks immediately went to the podium and just turned in the name Quentin Nelson. Uh, guard. Out of Notre Dame, I, the, he's one of the lead talents left. Help out the run game and Jameis Winston. I think they'd be pumped to get him at seven. Yeah, especially the, they'll uh, keep Mark Pett at, uh, at center too, so that, that'll help their uh, front five out quite a bit. Yep. Uh, now I'm on the clock with Chicago, number eight overall. Uh, I'm going to go with the, the other linebacker, uh, Tr- uh, Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, from Virginia Tech, the youngest player in the draft to be drafted in probably 10-plus years, 19 years old, super fast linebacker, can cover sideline to sideline. Um, they cut Jarrell Freeman in the uh, offseason. They need the linebacker spot to be upgraded, played along uh, Leonard Floyd um, in the Bears' defense. And uh, obviously they've done a lot of work in their offense, uh, drafted Mitch Trubisky last year and some pieces of this offseason. So I'm going to go with uh, Tremaine Edmonds, linebacker, Virginia Tech. Pick nine. The league yeah. has notified me that the 49ers have multiple offers, Mr. GM. Uh, the Cardinals are offering 15, as well as next year's number two, and the Patriots offering 23 and 31. Which off are you staying or are you taking one of the offers? Well, being that I was originally told that there are, there, we weren't trading down, which I would have done if the Colts probably would have had an offer. So I'm going to stay put, mainly just because, you know, screw you. But we'll, we'll take a pick here at number nine uh, with the 49ers. Uh, we have two guys I'm looking at here. First, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. It's close for me. I think he falls just a bit short here. The 49ers have put a lot a uh, lot of money into the into Jimmy G. Want to get him a, a, a big number one receiver. They pursued Allen Robinson this year uh, in the offseason, but – weren't able to sign him, obviously. So I think they're actually going to go try and get that big guy, Corlin Sutton, wide receiver, right, wow. wide receiver out of SMU. Uh, I basically here is just they they put so much money into Jimmy G, and I think that they're going to have to try and give him that number one option that I really don't think he has right now. Okay, John um, Gruden, data or data? You're on the clock. John Gruden uh, probably selects Michael Gunsey tackle. I don't know the name. Uh, he's recently been rising, and the Raiders are rumored to be interested in a tackle, either him or Miller. And the thing about offensive linemen, they get overdrafted just because of the scarcity of the position. So the Raiders go here and hopefully solidify tackle. All right. Wow, that's an uh, interesting pick right there. Uh, I have Miami on the clock. Um, I have Miami taking Derwin James, Florida State safety. Uh, I think he is a little bit – I don't think they have any real safeties on the – on their roster, uh, just Jones maybe, but I think um, that he will he'll play pretty well. Derwin James helps solidify that secondary um, and that defense that definitely needs some work. So Derwin James arguably came into the year as a top five pick, slid a little bit, 
But uh, he's my guy at number 11 overall to Miami, Derwin James. So then now Denver's here via trade back. Yep, true. All right. So this is uh, – I'm going to go out on a limb here. Wasn't anticipating necessarily at number 12, but we're going to roll with it. Elway, I guess, didn't want one of the one of the top QBs, decided, you know, I'll move back and see see what, what happens from here. I, I'll pass on Josh Allen and let the Bills take him. Not really sure what's going on. Uh, at five, they also could have taken uh, Nelson if he was still available, which we're assuming he is. But moving back to 12, I think he uh, Elway has a pair of balls on him, and he goes after uh, Lamar Jackson, tries to get the quarterback, kind of oh, jump no. ahead of some guys. I, I really think that he's he has to go get a quarterback in round one. He he understands that, and I think if, if Darnold isn't there for him at five and he's an Allen fan, there's a reason for trading back, and he sees a quarterback he likes later in round one which, with picks 12 or 22 or whatever. But, I mean – I think he has to go get a quarterback, so I'm going to go Lamar Jackson. Wow, Lamar. Okay, all right. Astana, I love it. So then at pick 13 here, the Redskins kind of stay safe with Avita Vey, nose tackle out of Washington. They've struggled to defend the run for years, I think, since Terrence Knighton back in the day. And honestly, he comes in as a plug-and-play, have Jonathan Allen next to him at defensive end, yeah. and they can finally solidify that front seven. Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, I got Green Bay. Uh, team that finally spent some money in free agency for once with the new GM. Uh, they don't have much cornerback depth, so I have them taking the best corner in the draft. Uh, Denzel Ward, Ohio State. Uh, he'll come in play right away, be their uh, number one corner. Um, no doubt about it. So Denzel Ward. Okay. Taken. So now we're going pick 15, Arizona Cardinals. No brainer right here. No brainer. Yep. Really, I might be missing something. I forgot who we've taken already. There's a big fall in this draft. We'll big fall. Yeah. Well, I was thinking a safety possibly. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not really sure of what you got. I'm, I'm missing who's already been taken. Uh, just checking. I might be missing it. All right, whatever. Go ahead, just say it. We'll go with Minka Fitzpatrick here. Yo. Okay. There you go. There you go. That's what I was looking at. I mean, you guys made me overthink it by. Whatever the hell you were talking about, but it's too too big of a fall. You gotta gotta jump while the jump while you can. Pick fifteen, and hopefully you find something later on in the draft to fit some of your of your of your other needs. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. The Ravens at sixteen here. Uh they don't take anybody. They pass. No, no, no. Actually, Ozzie Newsome here. You know, he's a big defense guy, but they've just kept drafting defense, and honestly, they need an offensive jolt. So they go to. Alabama to take another Alabama product, Calvin Ridley here, receiver. Alabama. Alabama. He loves Alabama players. They need a plug-and-play wideout. I'm not really sold on Crabtree and Willie Sneed and all they're doing over there. So get Ridley in there and get Flacco a safe number one option and a solid pick. Okay. All right, so I have the L.A. Chargers on the clock. I have the Los Angeles Chargers taking Josh Rosen. From UCLA like to be the next quarterback heir apparent to Philip Rivers, he slid quite a bit. Do you think he studied the playbook? I don't think he did. I don't think he, right. he got it. But that's not his. That's not his fault. He's too, that's that was Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield came out and said he was he was exactly. too busy. But I think Josh Rosen, 
the slide is long enough, and I think that's the obvious pick there for the Chargers. They get their guy uh, to be the, uh, like I said, the heir apparent to Philip Rivers. So Josh Rosen, my pick. Very nice. Very nice. So we're going to the Seahawks here. Pick 18. For the love of God, they need to just protect Russell Wilson. Just anything they can find. So they decide to go to Ohio State to find a nice guy, play center, guard, named Billy Price. Wow. <laughs> Love yeah. it. It's interesting, but, you know, we'll see. I mean, they could obviously trade down or do whatever they really want, but I just go get an offensive lineman, and this is uh, one of the guys I've seen mocked there, so I'm going to agree with it. Okay. Billy Price, injury history and all. all Everything. Right. At 19, uh, Jerry Jones, you know, he's looking at Manziel here, but – I think the scouts overruled him again. You got to be smart. So they take Maurice Hurst, uh, defensive tackle out of Michigan. Just a, they're very weak at defensive tackle, and I think he can come in right away, start, provide more help on the defensive line, and a pick that I think is very good value here. Okay. Uh, I have the Detroit Lions. Uh, Matt Patricia uh, bringing that defensive scheme. Uh, I have them taking a guy who could play right opposite of Ziggy Ansah. Um, Ziggy Ansah obviously brings the speed and power, but I have a guy who has been an interesting prospect, kind of a riser uh, going to the Senior Bowl, Marcus Davenport from uh, University of Texas, San Antonio, or UTEP. UTEP. So he's my guy uh, there. Um, and yeah, I think he'll play right away and, and fit the mold that Matt Patricia is looking for opposite of uh, Ziggy Yansa. All right. All right. 21 Cincinnati Bengals. I'll keep with the offensive lineman theme. We're going to go with James Daniels center wow. out of Iowa. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're just kind of a mess there and need, need to take the best offensive lineman. And oh, I think it's James Daniels. I don't know. Isaiah Wynn could be there, but. I'm going to go James Daniels. Okay. All right. LA via trade back at 22. He's pumped right here. This guy just fits what the Broncos need at guard. And they take Will Hernandez, guard out of UTEP at 22. Uh, just a physical mauler wants to beat the crap out of someone, and their guard play has been uh, outside of uh, Ronald Leary on the other side with uh, Garcia has been very weak. So this comes in as a plug-and-play starter, big upgrade, and Broncos are definitely happy with their draft so far. Okay. All right, uh, I am up now again with the New England Patriots. How did I end up with them? Sorry, pal. Uh, I mocked them. I mocked this guy to them uh, last go around um, on my own. I have DJ oh, Moore. Lord. Yeah, on my own. I, I mocked by myself. Uh, DJ Moore, the wide receiver from uh, Maryland. The fans Maryland. are going crazy. They're throwing stuff. Harold Landry's on the board. Incredible. Yeah, so I got uh, DJ Moore coming and probably will play. Um, I think right away. I think he'll be a, a stud for them. Typical Patriots receiver, could play outside, inside, uh, and will be another weapon for Tom Brady or maybe Josh Rosen, but not because of this mock. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm guessing one way or another they won't have Rosen end. You never know. I mean, who knows, but that would be bold picking both of them yes. with pick 23. That would be interesting. But uh, we'll move, move, move past that. Hmm. We'll go to pick 24, Carolina Panthers. We're going to go uh, defensive back here. They need some help out there in the secondary. We're going to go kid out of Louisville, Jair, Jair Alexander, who I personally think is might be the best cornerback in the draft. His upside is ridiculous. I know I wasn't able to talk about it uh, mm -hmm. 
when you guys did episode five, I was MIA. So we'll throw a little little uh, wrinkle in here and go Jair Alexander. Okay. All right. Nice. Then the Titans sprint to the podium uh, with Harold Landry, yep. edge rusher at Boston College. Absolutely. Desperately need an edge rusher. Fits right away. One of the best talents in the draft. And this is one of the best value picks, and the Titans will be happy to have him. Okay. All right. So I have the Hotlanta Falcons at 26. Uh, I am going to go with – this is going to be tough for me. Oh, man. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Man, this is tough. The Falcons. Hmm. I am going to go with hmm. – I'm going to go with Arden Key from Ooh. LSU. Uh, opposite of Vic Beasley, edge rusher. They like that type of pass rusher. I think he'd fit pretty well with uh, Dan Quinn. So I'm going to go uh, Arden Key, although he's a lunatic. Um, reminds me of Alden Smith. So hopefully he doesn't get arrested as much. But Arden Key is my guy to the Falcons. All right, all right. Uh, so we got the Saints at 27. I've seen Lamar Jackson there a lot. Too bad he was taken way too early with regards to the Saints' hopes. So we'll move past it. They need some linebacker help. Rashawn Evans still on the board, but I'm actually not going to take him here. I'm going to go with a uh, kid out of Boise State. Oh. Leighton Vander Esch or whoever. Esch. We'll go with Esch. I don't really know how to say Vander his last Esch. name. You it's it's, it. it's uh, pretty tricky. You got it. But I know I like the kid. And I think he's going to be a good linebacker. I apologize, Andy. Uh, I know you were looking at him for the Patriots, but I, I'm a big fan of his, and I think the Saints need the linebacker help if they can't get Lamar Jackson for some reason at 27. Okay. And the Steelers, actually, they just they let off some F-bombs in the studio. <laughs> they target later, Van Der Esch. So they're going to go Rashawn Evans, the consolation prize here. Yep. I, I think Evans and Van Der Esch are both great linebackers, but for the Steelers particularly, I do think your guy – out of Boise State fits better, but they'll go over Sean Evans here. Obviously, with the unfortunate things that happened to Ryan Chazier, left them with one of the worst inside linebacker situations after he got injured, and they desperately need one. So, yep, they, they go them. Okay. Uh, I got Tom Coughlin's uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. So, I have them taking a guy that we talked about a lot on our last show with the cornerbacks. Um, they lost Aaron Colvin in free agency. Uh, who was their slot, their nickel corner. Uh, I have Josh Jackson going there to the Jags. Uh, I think he could come in and play right away and then um, maybe eventually bump outside once they lose uh, A.J. Boye a couple years down the line, So um, if they do. But I think he comes in and he'll play their slot, nickel corner right away, uh, and be a versatile player for them in that secondary. All right, so we'll go number 30, Minnesota Vikings. Now they just – Similar to the, the 49ers, they gave their quarterback, now Kirk Cousins, a, a boatload of money. And unlike the unlike the 49ers, I should say, they're not going to go wide receiver here, but they do have a guard spot they're going to need to fill. We have a bunch of offensive linemen already off the board. However, Isaiah Wynn is still available. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take Isaiah, Isaiah Wynn here to protect Kirk Cousins and hopefully get the Vikings back to where they were last year and push them a little farther. Okay, cool. The pages of 31 uh, here with the big four linebackers gone, Landry and Davenport gone, and all the quarterbacks gone. They're kind of uh, in a tricky spot here. So they'll go Mike Hughes, cornerback out of UCF. This is a very physical man corner that fits the scheme. 
Uh, you can tell he plays on the edge, and he'll come in, compete with McCordy and uh, Eric Rowe. I got burned by Jeffrey to compete for a job. Okay, uh, I have a guy going to Philly uh, on the offensive line that could eventually take over uh, Jason Peters' spot once he retires in a year or two. Um, can play guard for them right away. Versatile, without his injury history uh, last year, coming back midseason, uh, I think he would have been in contention for the number one offensive tackle spot. But it's uh, Connor Williams from Texas uh, going to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and that would be a, a good spot for them rather than having like a Chance Warmack or Steven Wesnewski play guard. You get younger, better, and upgrade the left tackle spot for the future. Loaded. So, like it. Yes, there we go. So, that is Connor Williams. Okay. We flew. Right, so, what's that? We flew. That was great. That was good. It was quick. Uh, 32 in the books, a uh, couple trades, a couple surprises. And uh, we will, you know, be back a little bit later on in the week. Any closing thoughts from anybody? Andy? Uh, nothing really. Uh, it just showed that in a live situation that the linebackers definitely kind of fell. And also I've noticed in a lot of mocks too that uh, Fitzpatrick, Minka Fitzpatrick is falling just because obviously he doesn't have like a set position and there's a lot of studs at the top like Quinn Nelson, Tremaine Inman's, all that stuff. So I think a team's going to get Fitzpatrick in the teens and be very happy with that. Yeah. I agree with that for sure. Yep. Uh, and saw a couple – well, we saw, you know, um, Josh Rosen fall, which was interesting. Yeah. Um, That's been rumored for a while rumored, now, yeah. obviously. So, yeah, the 49ers GM didn't pick up the phone call. Yep. After so, they got Garoppolo, that, that's a storyline too. So, uh, definitely interesting to see. And, uh, Kenny, you taking uh, Sutton was a little surprising with San Francisco yeah. that high, um, just based off of DJ Moore's rise and – Yep. Uh, some other guys, even Christian Kirk. So not saying that I think Christian Kirk would go over him, but potentially uh, Sutton, maybe a lot of people have coined him to the uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, after losing Dez. So, Absolutely. I just uh, think, like I said, I think if they're going to need an outside guy, number one receiver, big target. And I think they're lacking that right now. So I think hopefully that A-Rob replacement, essentially, that they're, they might be looking for there. But also, similarly, staying on the wide receivers, I mean, we did have – uh, Christian Kirk fall out of the first round. And we had a couple other guys that have been mocked some somewhere in the in the late mid to late first round fallout that were pretty surprising. Yep. But all in all, I think it's uh, a, a good group of 32 here. And uh, most obviously all of them are deserving of being in the first yeah, round. Definitely. So definitely. All right. So we will be back later on, like I said, this week coming up. Uh, either Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Just kidding. Sometime earlier this week, we will have another episode out. And then uh, maybe an episode in and of itself, Andy comes to New York. Maybe we get get a live camera on you. Drive all the way. A li just live camera going from Massachusetts to New York. Yeah. Going over the Throg's neck. He's like, what the hell is a Throg's neck? What's an easy pass? What's, What's an easy booth? pass? We're not really sure. Why are they on island? We'll see what happens. But maybe – you got pick two and pick three. I don't think there's going to be too many surprises, but maybe a live cam going there. We'll see. We'll see. All right, guys. That's another episode in the books of the Rough Draft Podcast. See you guys yeah. later.